Hello and welcome to another one of our In The Money Media YouTube specials. This one talking about the pedigrees of the various Kentucky Derby contenders. This is the first time they'll be running that mile and a quarter and that extra ground can often tell on these horses. Some will benefit, some will not. And we've got a team of uh, experts here to talk pedigree. First off, we bring in from the Daily Racing Forum. She does a lot of writing about uh, pedigrees over there and bloodstock and also uh, covering the Kentucky Derby for uh, the famous PRF. She is my old colleague, Nicole Russo. Nicole, how are things? Everything is good. It is a beautiful day here under the Twins Fires at Churchill Downs where we opened the racing meet last night. Very, very cool. We also bring in a regular correspondent coming to us from Dubai. We hope to see him on these shores soon. You might know his work with Basic Tipton. You've certainly seen his face uh, over on this these airwaves a lot. He's Michael Adolfson. Michael, what's going on, man? Uh, all's well. Just uh, getting ready for my trip back home for the Preakness and uh, for the Basic Tipton Mid Atlantic Sale and um, and getting ready for the Derby here. It's kind of relaxing not to be there, to be honest, because I can. I can focus on the paperwork and the matter at hand and do all of the underwear. Great. <laughs> very, very good. I'm going to start with the key question. Nicole, I'll start with you. Which runner in this year's Derby seems to be best suited to the 10 furlongs of the race? You know what? Um, I've gone through and done analysis of every horse in the race for uh, daily racing form for our race day guide, which you'll be able to find in the Scattergate edition. Um, looking at, you know, on most lines, you've got Forte and Caput Trice as the favorites. And I really was not able to poke any holes in, in either of them pedigree-wise. Forte in particular, uh, you know, there were some questions about sire violence and how far his progeny want to run because his United States grade one winners prior to Forte were all around one turn. Forte has kind of answered that question by succeeding around two turns already. Plenty of stamina in the other generations of his sire line, as well as in his female family. There is some turf in his female family. His dam, of course, Queen Caroline, uh, you know, a, a stakes winner on turf. Brunner Sider Blaine is a sneaky good took Sider, but you know what? That is in a knock here at Churchill Downs, uh, as sometimes it can have a little bit of turpy breeding. Sometimes it plays very well on this man track, as we've seen in the past. And you know, his stablemate Tappet Trice, who is drawing a lot of attention, attention uh, you know, by Tappet, who is the most successful sire in the modern history of the Belmont Stakes. The, the farther, the better, the vast majority of these horses. So just if you're circling the horses who, you know, guests will be able to beat a mile and a quarter, I really could not look hold in either of his two favorites. And then, of course, we have a lot of presence in the race from Curlin with two likely to start in the Derby, and then from his first crop son in Good Magic. And, of course, we saw a son of Curlin sire the Derby winner last year. Uh, I just don't think he can get some help that sire line at all. For sure, for sure. Michael, let's bring you in. I mean, I definitely think what Nicole's saying makes sense. These two who are the top in the market right now seem like two for whom this distance should not be an issue from how they've shaped in their races as well as those bloodlines. Uh, what do you think? Do you have questions about either Forte or Tapatrice going to 10 furlongs or do you have another horse to nominate you think will maybe benefit a little bit more? I think in, in, in dirt racing, especially there's 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 a there's a world between nine and ten furlongs, and my gut says that 
is going to find his niche at nine and eight and a half and probably not 10. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he looks like a winner at the top of the stretch and short and stride in the final furlong. He's, um, but, you know, tries to the wire. Um, Tabit Trace, I have no qualms with his pedigree. He's so much like Dunkirk, Grant, uh, Dampsire. Um, just the way he moves, uh, I think he'll be more talented than Dunkirk. Um, and I just think that, obviously, they'll talk Belmont because of the Tappet and Tap it and Pletcher factor, the tap tap factor factor. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's it's to me it's to me the ten should hit him right on the nose. Um, and he sees my going to the race. I don't know. I don't have a reason to come off of him yet. Um, so yeah, I just think that it suits him perfectly. There's some in there that there's some horses in here as far as perfect pedigrees for the distance that I love. I just don't think that they might not be good enough. Like Hit Show, for example. Um, as his mother, she loved, she loved 10 furlongs, uh, 9 and 10 furlongs. She, had, she was a big, she was a loping thing that, that didn't have a huge amount of pickup to her. But she was just getting going at eight at 9 furlongs. So the 10 will hit him right on the nose. Um, and, you know, from, uh, my, you know, if he had more, if he had more Kings Barnes, if he had more bottom to him, I would be a little more interested in him. Uh, but I'm not going to hold his races against him. I just think he's running against tougher foes. We'll ask in the other direction now. Who's a horse in this year's Kentucky Derby? And Nicole, we'll go back to you. Who might struggle with the 10 furlongs? Um, I would say... I mean, I have questions about Mage, um, uh, just because. I mean, I know good. I, I, good Magic felt that better. better nine Fong's probably not a ten category for me, and he's a lot like his sire. Uh, and also, Puka was much better on grass than she was on dirt. Um, that worries me a little bit. Um, and let's see, I would say, obviously, Jace's Road. Uh, a lot of speed on that side for him, but also a lot of class. I just don't think he, he, in the end he's probably not good enough. Um, <laughs> funny, funny thing is probably the very best, the very best classic distance pedigree might arguably be Mayadu, who's probably a turf horse who's bred for dirt. Um, it cracked me up because if he gets into the race, he's he's got so much class on the bottom side, so much mile and a quarter quality that it would be, you know, you can't really toss him out of your exotics. Um, unless you just think he's truly a turf horse. Nicole, how yeah. about you? Who might struggle with the 10 furlongs? I actually had a few questions still about um, Ray's Kane, who is the other violence in the race behind favorite Forte. I just didn't think he's bringing in as much, you know, sort of foundation in the female family to help him get the longer distances, um, you know, and he did struggle, you know, in, in a couple of his longer races against, you know, foes that weren't as good i don't think he's answered as many of the questions as fortney has to this point um about that pedigree and you know i think uh mikey brought up a, a, a good one there in uh jace's row there's a there's a ton of class in the pedigree but there's a ton of speed in the pedigree i want to ask about a few specific horses and questions that i have about their pedigrees for for 10 furlongs let's start with one at the top of the market Practical move. Nicole, do you think practical move will be benefited by the added ground? 
he's one where, you know, I think with some horses, as Mike just said, there's a big difference between a mile and an eighth and a mile and a quarter. Um, you know, and I do, I do think he's the horse who ultimately is going to come back and find his niche at a mile to a mile and an eighth, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's where the majority of, you know, races, you know, the major races are in this country. Uh, I think if he gets the right setup, like, you know, look, he's he's just a horse who's getting everything done. And if I, he gets the right setup, I certainly think he can get it done at a mile and a quarter. His sire, uh, Practical and Joke, certainly didn't, you know, I, I don't think he embarrassed himself running two turns. He ran a very gallant fifth in the Kentucky Derby when even trainer Chad Brown said, you know, that was probably too far for him. He was on the board in the Haskell, but he was much, much better as a one-turn sort of horse. I think that's ultimately where practical moves might wind up as sort of a one-turn, lo- elongated sprint middle distance type horse. Um, you know, so on pedigree, yes, he surprises me, but he wouldn't surprise me, you know, if, if he does eke out something because, you know, he's just, I think sometimes you have to overlook pedigree and say, hey, here's a horse who's just getting things done. Yeah. How about Angel of Empire, Michael? Where, where do you stand on on his ability to get the distance? He's an appealing contender in a lot of ways. Classic Empire to honor and serve. I'm just not sure about the extra furlong. I mean, I think it's fine. I, I think that uh, he's kind of he's kind of lived up to a to a sort of a sorry for the uh, the overuse of the word, but just a sort of a classic style for the ten furlongs. And I feel like pedigree wise, there's 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 a lot of speed in there, but there's not. I mean, you see White Jasmine in there, you see Carson City. Um, uh, obviously, Classic Empire hasn't put out a lot of horses that are going a huge distance of ground. Um, but for him, I think that I think he'll be okay getting it. It's just whether or not you know getting the job done is a totally different story. I think he'll right. get the distance okay. Um, right. I don't think he's going to blow us away. I, I think that obviously Twaner and Sir was a better horse at a mile and a mile and an eighth, but uh, he was bred for a mile and a quarter. So um, it, it just he found his niche it's shorter. I, I think that he's going to have. No issue getting it, as I said. I just don't think he's. I, I think he will. He may or may not struggle when it comes to stepping up to horses like Tapatrice and Forte when they are turning for home. Right. It's two different questions here. You may, we'll make that clear for the viewers. Really, it's how these horses fit in the race on form, how their running style might suit the race, and then there's the pedigree question. Is just it's just another uh, a bit of signal you need to look for, and we'd love to hear from you watching who you think in this uh, field is going to end up being the best at a mile and a quarter, not necessarily on the first Saturday in May, but even, even through their career. A horse I want to ask you about, Nicole, two fills. Two fills ran such a big race on the synth last time. Do you think it was the synthetic that might've moved him up pedigree wise, or do you think he might be able to transfer an effort like that to the dirt? Well, I do think the synthetic moved him up. I do not think he is an unaffected force on dirt. You can see he's already a graded stakes winner on the dirt at Churchill Downs. However, that did come over a sloppy track. And sometimes you see turf and synthetic type horses, as we said, move up on Churchill Downs. That's doubled when the track is wet here, it seems like. So I think a wet track would move him up. Uh, the synthetic track moved him up. We're not going to see either of those here on Saturday. Um, you know, Sayard Spun was obviously a good performer on both the synthetic and turf boy winning a couple of graded stakes, but also very good on Durban with distinction in the, the 2007 Triple Crown. 
uh, Bundesliga general orders after the long way to synthetic equals. So I think that a lot of synthetic uh, that it is great. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't embarrassed himself uh, at all on dirt. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily considering a, a win candidate, you know, for me personally, but I mean, you think that he's an exotic candidate, especially at a price, because I think a lot of people will look at bit synthetic race and, you know, kind of toss them out and ignore the other things that they hear, which are, you know, sort of the distance and the unique things about this track. Michael, next question is to you, a horse that I personally have some distance questions about verifying. This horse looks very good in a number mm. of ways, but I'm, I just, I keep, you know, waffling about uh, the way he just sort of looks in his races, the pace, the way the pace figure shape, if he's going to like the mile and a quarter. Where do you stand on Verifying's blood, Michael? I think he will be okay. I don't think he's going to blow us away with his stamina, um, but I think I think he's, I think his his pedigree doesn't nix him for me from the picture. I don't have him, have him as a win candidate, but I have him in the in the photo. You know, like I have him, I have him somewhere in the frame rather. Um, I think Justify is going to be effective as a sire from, and he has already shown anywhere from six to nine furlongs. Yep. So, uh, and on the bottom side, obviously, you know, be, being a, um, a half to Midnight Bisu, she was very good at nine. She didn't have a lot of opportunities at 10, so we don't know. Um, she was probably better at nine no matter what, the way she ran. But yeah, I she looks she... a little short of of stamina in that Alabama run. That's that's part of okay, it. Um, it's to me, it's it's not going to be. Um, I, I just think this horse, this horse travels nicely in the middle of his races, like a horse who has the stamina to get through. And the fact that he fought on at nine furlongs against a very good horse that I'm picking on top, I can't really, from a pedigree standpoint, knock him because he's already proven that he can see it out, see out nine really well. All right, we're going to leave it here for now. You can read much more from Nicole on DRF.com. And in their Kentucky Derby special, there's a ton of great info. Michael, you're going to be with us uh, for our Monster Pod. We'll get into uh, a little bit more on the Japanese pedigrees there. But uh, really thank you both for taking some time out of the morning today to uh, join me. And Godspeed at the Kentucky Derby.